Topics that concern your life, your community, and your safety. This is 5-0-Info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Here's what you need to know. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us for Phoenix 5-0. Brought to you by the Public Affairs Bureau of the Phoenix Police Department, and a special thanks to Bonneville for giving us this time. Uh, I'm Donna Rossi, your host the director of the Public Affairs Bureau for the Phoenix PD, and joining me is my co-host, Ryan Cody. Brian, always good to see you. Yeah, great to be here. Thank- and it's a big day, too, because we're talking about the conference championship games in the NFL, which will lead us into a big event that I know we've all been excited for. We have been, as a police department, preparing for this for more than a year, and now it is just around the corner, and it's going to be some incredible times, uh, some very busy times for the people at the Phoenix PD. Uh, but what an opportunity for this community to really kind of, you know, get a, a front row seat to, to one of the biggest events in the world, really. Yeah, no question. And, and a big part of it, we've I've heard this from a lot of people, well, the game's in Glendale, right? So, like, why is Phoenix Police Department so involved? One thing you have to remember is how many events are going on in the city of Phoenix, uh, especially downtown? The majority of them. Right. We're going to have the NFL experience. We're going to have concerts uh, at the park, at my Margaret Hans Park. It's going to be incredible. And, of course, the big question on everybody's mind is, how are you going to keep everybody safe? Um, So uh, let's first hear from uh, Commander Brian Lee on uh, the overall uh, safety. Throughout the entire planning cycle for us, we are watching uh, all of the information sharing across the nation. Uh, And right now we have absolutely no credible threats of any type of activity to be concerned with related to the Super Bowl. But that doesn't mean that we're not ready and prepared to handle it should something be brought to our attention. You know, part of this, too, uh, that Commander Lee, you know, alluded to is how long this has been going on. And we're talking about several years now that uh, not just the police department, but all of our partners throughout the city have been getting ready for this massive event, really not just the city. I hate even saying that because it's the whole valley. Sure. Everybody's involved. I have been in meeting after meeting after meeting, but it it's going to pay off. Yeah. Well, you want to be ready for, for everything and anything because you just never know. And and being overprepared is sort of the name of the game when you get to a situation like this where really the entire world is watching. The yeah. eyes will be on the valley, no there's, doubt. There's no question. Uh, and so, you know, how are we... As a department, how are we going to be handling a lot of these situations? There are several different crimes that generally come to the forefront of people's minds when something like this does come to town. One of them is trafficking, um, not just you know human trafficking, sex trafficking, drug trafficking, things like that. And there's a lot of emphasis on how we're going to be attacking this. And I know one thing is sort of a myth that you know, the Super Bowl shows up and it, it brings human trafficking, it brings sex trafficking. Uh, so we, we asked Lieutenant David Safflar about that very thing, and, and he's heading up this operation. Here's what he had to say. It's not necessarily Super Bowl. It's anything that's going to draw in people. And so any event, anything at all that is going to, to have a, a higher population density where people will travel, we've really changed in that we realize we can't arrest our way out of the problem. So what we're doing is we realize that we need not only the, the the police to be out there taking care of this, but we also need the community support. And so what we've done is we've changed to, uh, uh, essentially we do these out- outreach operations. We really took a lot of those community partners and we did basically wraparound services. So they get there, they see, they see a, a 
counselor, they can see, uh, they can get housing, they can get a job, they can they can do a lot of different things. Essentially, what we're doing is we're trying to to reach them and make it to where there's another viable option besides being on the street. You know, Ryan, the way they're approaching this on a large scale is also how some of our smaller operations are taking place along certain corridors where we know uh, that uh, sex and human trafficking uh, is very active. So they're they're leading with services and offering some options. And those hot spots, I mean, they talk about 27th Avenue all the time, and that's an area that um, Lieutenant Safflar even, even mentioned to us that day. So, we're, you know, it's certainly something on everyone's mind. Not to, It's not to scare anybody either. I mean, these things do happen when the sure. Super Bowl is not here. It's just with the large scale of humans coming to this area, being in one place at one time, it's just you want to make sure you're you're over-prepared. Yeah, we talked about a lot of the events going on uh, in downtown Phoenix. Uh, what, a million people they expect uh, in a small little area to take part in music festivities and all kinds of uh, incredible things. Obviously, one of the things that, that we have to be prepared for is any kind of a device or anything. You know, they always say, see something, say something. Uh, they want people to be aware. Uh, of course, we're going to have uh, lots of uniformed officers out there, but also some p- folks that you may not know are officers, as well as our canine pals, right? So we also have, of course, a, a great um, explosives unit here in the Phoenix Police Department. We talked with Sergeant Jason Jonke about that. Events all over downtown. We have uh, the Hans Park Super Bowl experience. We have the Super Bowl experience at the Convention Center. We have opening night at Footprint. Um, so we're going to be staffed various hours and days throughout all of those events, just providing coverage to respond to uh, any calls for service. Leading up prior to that, we're doing a bunch of bomb sweeps. So we have bomb dogs coming from all over the country, uh, federal partners, other state and locals. And we'll be sweeping all of those venues before it's open to the public and before it's uh, secured by the rest of the department. And the bomb squad is vitally important in in every aspect of of having major events downtown, especially it's hard to secure a lot of these areas because they just happen in a larger footprint, not necessarily, um, you know, entering a gate per se. We're talking about a whole city. So they do have a very important job. And also to that point, there's another thing that we have now, which we didn't have in previous Super Bowls. And we talked to Commander Lee about it, which is which is the drone program, which which I know you, you know you're pretty well versed in this. Yeah, we were very happy to to get that through, uh, through the city council and mayor and council approved that uh, everything's in place and and of course um, Commander Lee uh, has done an excellent job of standing up that program. So let's hear what he has to say about how they're going to utilize those to secure events. So November seventh uh, of 2022, we got our official authority to go ahead and move forward to go operational with our drone program. It's the first ever for the department. Uh, we identified three critical focus areas that we use these drones for. We're very specific and we're very mindful about making sure we stay within those three parameters, but uh, we use them for investigative support for our vehicular uh, investigations group, our homicide team for crime scene mapping. We also use them for our tactical support for our, our special assignment units technicians uh, to be able to put them out on a scene to make it more safe for them to operate within. And then lastly, we use it for special event management, which is the primary area that we intend to focus on for supporting the Super Bowl events. You know, Donna, I thought it was interesting that he spoke about all the different areas that the police department will be using the drone program. Uh, Here with the Super Bowl in particular, you know, it's natural for, I think, citizens to to think, oh, you know, it's like Big Brother, like they're watching us in the sky. And that that is not what this 
program is about at all. Not at all. And he was so clear and and, and uh, concise about how we actually are going to use them and hopefully, you know, allaying anybody's fears of that kind of uh, situation. Yeah. And so there are other areas to pay attention to as well, because one thing, parking is going to be a mess. First of all, let me just let me just say that right now. If you're trying to get somewhere and you want to park, it's going to be hard. It's not going to be pretty. The the, the roads are going to be jam-packed with folks. Uh, there's probably rental cars everywhere. Right. I don't know about you, but if I were somebody coming downtown that lives here, I would take the light rail. Right. And and that's certainly an area that we're focused on as well, not just the light rail, but our city buses. There, there's a lot of different public transportation uh, that goes on in the city of Phoenix, and this is really the perfect time to show it off. Absolutely. I mean, there's been a lot of effort put into our public transit, and you know, for the everyday person that lives here, this is a commuter area. A lot of people drive. Um, but in this particular situation, public transit, we feel like it's probably going to be very important. So, uh, you know, we have our Lieutenant Schweikert is, is in charge of that. And we also spoke to him about making sure that everyone who rides public transportation remains safe. With the transit unit, we ensure the public safety and security of public transportation in the city of Phoenix. We work closely with the public transit department, Valley Metro and Allied Security. And this year, we're going to have a robust security presence along our 4,000 bus stops, over 17 miles of light rail, and 250 buses in motion. Uh, We've collaborated with the transit department to increase bus services and mass transit services with light rail. So people are going to be able to get to go where they want to go. And of course, once you take that public transportation downtown, Ryan, you're going to want to be right in the thick of things and get the LVII merchandise, the T-shirts, the hats, everything that goes along with remembering, of course, the Super Bowl was here or if you're a visitor from out of town that you came to the Super Bowl. There's going to be a lot of those stands on the corners uh, and the NFL is going to be paying very close attention uh, to the official uh, merchandise and whether or not uh, the folks that are selling things on the corner are selling things legally or not. And that's also part of what our folks do. Yeah, let's be clear. The NFL is not messing around when it comes to their trademarks and their logos and things of that nature. So, if you, and, and you aren't either. As a consumer, if you want to buy a Super Bowl shirt, you want to make sure that it is the Super Bowl shirt. Okay. Like the NFL-sponsored, trademark, all that stuff. That's what you're paying that money for. So, um, you know, we, di- we did speak to uh, Lieutenant Rimza who is in charge of this particular operation, making sure that you are buying what you think you're buying. Arizona trademark law prohibits trademark counterfeiting, and we know that large sporting events in particular, such as the Super Bowl, uh, attract individuals who tend to duplicate fraudulently uh, NFL trademarks, such as Super Bowl Super Bowl um, emblems, icons, and things of that nature. So we've been working with HSI, Glendale, and local police departments to put together teams to go out and investigate where we have seen in the past some of these kind of pop-up vendors and things occur. Because the goal here is for the licensed vendors to obviously be out there selling licensed merchandise. We don't want to take away from their revenue. And we want to ensure that all the people coming to the Valley and the consumers and customers are getting what they're paying for. So what we've done preemptively, we've trained investigators on what to look for. We've partnered with the NFL. Uh, We've preemptively gone out to four different Cardinals games, I believe it was to check for counterfeit merchandise. Unfortunately, we, we, weren't, we did not find any counterfeit merchandise being sell, sold at that time. But we do know the NFL will likely attract, I'm sorry, the Super Bowl will likely attract individuals selling counterfeit merchandise. Um, so we will be on force the week, of the, NFL, uh, the week of the Super Bowl. We'll be looking for that counterfeit merchandise. We asked the public 
to be diligent, pay attention to the items that they're looking at, look for NFL insignia, look for NFL logos and emblems. And if it seems too good to be true because the item seems really inexpensive, it probably is. Uh, the other thing you can do is that if you identify something that you think is counterfeit, please call the non-emergency number for the local jurisdiction that you're in, and we'll send a team out to check out and investigate it. Uh, something to be known is that it is against the law, so we will respond out, we will seize the items, and you are subject to arrest. No big secret that the Phoenix Police Department is down about 500 officers. We talked with Commander Lee about how we're going to keep people safe when that is a reality. So this time around, we had to, we had to really... Uh, think creatively as to how we were going to staff this event. And what we came up with was a very thoughtful approach to being able to maximize staffing numbers of personnel to support the security requirements downtown in a manner that does not detract from any of the patrol squads that are providing that 911 first responder response whenever somebody picks up the phone. So those squads, the patrol squads, have remained untouched in terms of those squads. So the, the briefing squads today will be the same briefing squads in place once we go operational for Super Bowl. What we were able to do is we were able to leverage a lot of our specialty units, a lot of our investigative groups that we were able to take offline temporarily, and we were also able to identify those that were uh, personnel that could perform collateral assignments where they could still do their day job during certain times and then they could break away and come over and help us out with things during peak hours uh, during this operation. So it's a very comprehensive plan. Uh, a lot of thought went into it. Um, our, our department has been extremely uh, uh, willing to come forward and help out with this. There's a lot of excitement and a lot of folks are, are willing to, to participate in this type of an opportunity. Uh, so we feel pretty good about where we are right now and uh, we're, we're happy to report that we're ready to go. Really a remarkable effort to get so many people on board with such little resources, uh, something I know the police department's very proud of. You bet they are. Uh, all Super Bowl, all the time. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Phoenix Five O, Ryan, always a pleasure. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Five O Info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News 92.3 FM. For more about Silent Witness, go to silentwitness.org. That's silentwitness.org. Or call 480-WITNESS. That's 480-948-6377.